Imagine that the sun was extinguished, that the stars did not shine. Imagine a valley of deep darkness. It was a Friday evening, the phone rang, and said, Pastor, you must come. Joe had been in an accident, and you must come to the hospital. So I got myself together, went to the hospital, and there the family had already gathered, and also some of the friends. Joe was a father of four. He was married, of course, and he was the only provider for his home. He was driving on a gravel road, and if you know anything about gravel roads, they can be very dangerous for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes the corn is too tall, and you just can't see around the corners. In this case, he was coming up a hill, and there was a combine coming from the other way that he didn't see. He was in a hurry, and the two of them collided, and it was bad. As we sat there and we waited, and we waited, eventually the doctor came out and said, we've determined that he is brain dead. Well, at that moment, the sun extinguished, the stars stopped shining, and they felt as if they were in the valley of the deepest darkness that they'd ever been in. On another occasion, I went to a conference. I was really excited about this conference that I was going to. I'd look forward to the speaker, look forward to seeing other people. I drove two hours to get there, settled into the hotel, then made my way to the meeting room where the conference was going to be at listened to the first plenary speaker, took a break, and the second one was about to speak. An announcement was made, Pastor Rockenbach, will you please go uh, to the lobby and see um, one of the receptionists there in the lobby? There's a message for you. So I go there, and they say, well, you need to call your wife. All right. So I called her. O'Brien had been looking for me. They couldn't find me. He didn't know where I was at, and and Darling, he said, just, just call Brian. So I called him. He said, where are you at, Pastor? We've been looking for you everywhere. And your wife says, you're somewhere. And I said, well, I'm at this conference. And, you know, and, and he says, well, you need to come to our house. I said, well, I'm like two hours away from your house. It, would take, it doesn't matter. You can come anytime. Just, just start getting your way here and, and come. I said, well, what's going on? He said, well, you know, my daughter's been suffering with depression and this issue with her boyfriend, and, well, today she decided to try to commit suicide. We just got back from the hospital, and we just want you to come. And so I left this conference, drove two hours back to get to their home, and it was late by the time that I got there, but I showed up. You see, in that moment... For them, the sun had been extinguished, the stars did not shine anymore, and they were experiencing a valley of deep darkness. As pastors, you're going to have the opportunity to be with people in some of the most deepest and darkest times of their lives. And there's a lot of things that happen in the deep, dark valley it can be a death, it can be an illness, it can be struggling with addiction, it can be struggles with finances and bankruptcy and divorce, and the list goes on and on and on of the things that are there 
in the valley of deep darkness. But you'll have opportunity to be able to go and to be with those who are struggling in those moments, who seem to not to be able to see any light around them at all. Because, see, when the darkness comes, it's hard to see. You get lost. You lose your way. You become frightened by very sounds and things in which you hear. And it's also possible to become isolated and alone in the darkness. So being in the darkness is not an enjoyable place to be. But sometimes when you're in that darkness, you just don't know where to turn. You don't know where to go. You don't know if the light will ever shine again. It is as if someone blew out all the lights in your life, and there you sit in the deep valley of darkness. But here comes our Lord. Here comes our shepherd. In the midst of the deep, dark valley of darkness, here comes our Lord. And he comes to bring a light to shine in our lives. In the midst of it, he comes. And here he comes. And here he comes providing in ways that sometimes we don't even imagine or don't even imagine is possible. And this is what the Lord does. He seeks after us. He pursues us. It's more than simply just kind of passively following us around, although you could get the sense of that from the text. But listen, he says, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. It just doesn't follow us around, but you see the Lord comes after us. He looks for us. He knows when we get lost or we're in the darkness, and he comes in the midst of that to provide. And how does he do that? He does so with his rod and his staff. The rod that can be used to be able to get rid of the evil, the, the wolves, the things that can, the, the sin and the things that can get in the way, even the darkness itself. And he uses the staff to draw us back into himself, to say, come back to the fold and come back to me. And in those moments of the valley of deep darkness, there is a light that shines. And it is the light of Christ that shines in those moments. There were times that I wondered, what do you say? What do you do when you're called to come in those moments of deep darkness? Will you come and you bring Christ? Because in the midst of these moments, there Christ can speak words that no one else can speak to them. Words of salvation, words of life, even in the midst of the darkness. And to bring this light to them. Scripture itself speaks a lot about light and darkness. It seems to be all over the place. Just the two places that I like to point out, however. First one is in 1 John. It says, This is the message we have heard from him and declared to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son purifies us from all sin. You see, that is the light that comes into our dark world. In the deep darkness that we travel in sometimes in those valleys, here is this light that comes. 
this light that comes from God, which is his son, Jesus Christ, even to know that sin is forgiven. You see, in some cases, it's not simply just fearful of death or because a death has happened, but it's fearful of their own sinfulness. The valley of deep darkness, it's sin itself. And yet Jesus did something about that. He suffered, he died, he rose again. So to be a light in our dark world. Another passage about light and darkness comes from Luke chapter 1. It's verse 77. Start at verse 76. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you'll go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. In the midst of the valley of deep darkness, whatever that may be, and it can be a lot of things in this sinful world that we live in, there is a light that shines. And we, as pastors or deaconess or whatever, whatever role that we serve within the church, our vocation, when we are called upon to be able to come in those moments, we bring not just ourselves, but we bring Christ himself into those moments. For you see, in the midst of the valley of deep darkness, there is our Lord. There is our shepherd, bringing the light of his salvation to those who dwell in the house of the Lord. Please rise for the hymn.